This is the Manips and Sips podcast show, featuring two fellowship-trained, board-certified orthopedic and sports physical therapists. Join us as we talk all things physical therapy, manual therapy, performance, business, education, research, and of course, Sips. Hey everyone, this is the Nips and Sips podcast show featuring me, I'm Dr. Jeremy Boyd, and my usual partner crime over there, Dr. Brandon Cruz. And uh, today we're also having a little guest down there. Oh, shoot. Goosey, man. Goosey. Goose, 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 goose. There it is. So he's, he's going to be down here. So if you see me looking around for the live people, it's probably because he's doing something knuckleheaded-ish. But uh, today we're going to be talking about establishing uh, culture in the workplace and how important that really is. Uh, it really can make a team grow. It can The patients can feed off of it. Um, but you know, I think it's super important to, to do that. But before I get too much into it, Brandon, how's it going? Going well. Um, having the pleasure of um, mentoring a uh, a fellow from uh, Regis. He actually hails all the way from Hawaii, so he's staying uh, staying up here for two weeks. He's also doing some stuff with the APTA at the national level. Uh, so uh, in the office today. Um, I had a beer here too. This, I don't know, it was a harpoon and Dunkin' Donuts, uh, yeah. teamed up and they had this maple cream one. And uh, stupid me brought it home last night, and now I'm uh, I had a, I had a rush for a drink today. And well, I don't know for whatever reason, I had a bottle of rum in the freezer in the office, so <laughs> I'll be sipping on some good old Bacardi Gold tonight. Oh, gold, uh, that's, that's my oof. that's my drink there. Gold is like this, like the standard. I think it's right? gold. It's like silver or gold, and then they have yeah. like the oh baby, there it is. There it is. Oh yummy. <sighs> well, so, yeah. In my that, case, what we have in the office. That was either that or uh, Casamigos, and was in the freezer as well. I don't know why these things are in the freezer, but anyway, uh, they are. Tequila. That's how we have. It. That's why we roll in the office. Yeah, you guys uh, go hard up there. Ours is this beer, beer, beer. And then some kid recently, um, Hunter, uh, excellent shadower. Like, uh, I'm excited to see him, like, keep going in the, in the profession. Hopefully he gets into PT school and stuff. Um, but for whatever reason, I don't know if we had a monster or whatever. He came in with probably, like, 10 to 15 monsters for us. So our fridge, you can't even get food in it anymore. It's just monsters and beers. That's it. Oh, God, um, monsters are awful. Yeah, so at least have it be Red Bull, man. Huh? Rick, I said at least have it be Red Bull. No, we're a monster group. Cam, so when we're having some beers or whatever, Cam Cam hits the monsters, or if he really needs to go to town on like the phone or anything like that, he starts yeah. ripping them. So um but uh yeah, I prefer the beer instead. But uh for me, uh today, uh double feature special. Uh, I'm gonna drink a tits up which is uh, given by my boy, Justin, over there. Thank you, Justin. He gave it to us for uh, uh, our friend's giving, uh, which is uh, kind of funny because uh, during our course this weekend, I had a, uh, I, I don't even know what moment Boydism. I had, but I was Boydism. slipping. Um, instead of saying the Texas twist, I was saying the Teddy twist, which it sounded I... sounded like the Teddy twist. Teddy twist, uh, because, uh, you know, I'm not the the best speaker at times but uh um but yeah teddy everyone kept saying teddy twist afterwards so hopefully that helps people remember because you're not gonna really remember texas twist you're gonna you're gonna remember teddy twist and uh but um you know great great beer uh 
So hopefully I, I'm going to test this out. Uh, this is actually a brew, especially for the ladies out there. Uh, I'll say a little piece here. It's by Declaw Brewing, which is in Baltimore. Uh, this lays this brew is for every time you spoke up and stood your ground because when life gets tough, you said tits up and you got going. So cheers to the ladies out there. This is a New England style IPA. Um, so I'm excited about that. This will be drink drink out of my deep breaths and big sips cup that was recently given by my uh, final last student, uh, Kayla Parsons, now Dr. Parsons. So, uh, you know, this is you know good for a nips and sips. Some deep nice. breaths especially when i'm starting to say tits instead of texas so good times Talk, talking about fetuses oh yeah we're, we're gonna, we'll we'll talk about that maybe we can have an episode on oh, most we'll of the things said during the the teaching all right this is a, a little bit more of a darker new england ipa let me I'll let that settle for a second Oh, it smells smells great. This reminds me of when I was brewing beer and I was laying it kind of ferment in my in my bathroom. This smells exactly like that. So this is homey. Ferment in your bathroom. Wow. That's what you yeah, do. I didn't really have a good spot for it. So the bathroom was was it. So it's best my bathroom's ever smelt. You have a bathroom what the bathroom downstairs when you first walk in? Is that where you're going? Or you got no, the, the one up, upstairs. The, the, guest the, bathroom? One, huh? the guest bathroom. The guest bathroom. The guest bathroom. Yep. All right. What's, no, there's what's still a price tag on there. This. I'm gonna give this 16. a. This is delicious. Perfect temperature. For, I'm not usually high. Give high scores for New England pay. This is pretty good. I'm gonna give it eight flat. This is this is solid, actually. Let me get this sticker off though. All right. Well, eight point for Duclaw Brewing, which is one of the breweries I really, really want to go to. Nice with your greetings lately. I mean, Last, you know, it's a holiday. The holiday, holiday mood. I'm coming more jolly. Kind of shedding off the scary Jerry. So. That and you know, any breweries that want to sponsor us, feel free to. You know, I'll give for your yeah. ratings. No, you know what? You can't. You can't buy my ratings. Well, you know, my, I like person. I like the integrity there, but yeah. we should still get Axe and Arrow to. Uh, I mean, they're right. You know, three steps from your door, so we need yes. to get them on par. And maybe we'll try and get Hoboken Brewing on on. A there we go. Show as well. The logos, places, and stuff yeah. like that. I need a better background, I think. Um, a bunch of breweries. I w- I hope they released their. They had some aged. Uh, I don't know if I had the rating system back then, but they had some aged stuff, and that that was some really really good stuff. I'll have to check my my special fridge for to see if I have any left. And, uh, All yeah, right. Well, I guess we can get well, right into the yeah, show. Let, let's jump into this show. Uh, enough keeping our audience waiting here. Yeah. Um. Culture in the workplace. I don't know. You want you want to take this out, Jerry? I mean, I, I think I, I look at you. I, I will say, I mean, you're always commending me and, and everything. I, I'm going to point to this one. You know, I think you've done a, a phenomenal job um, with Trifecta. I mean, you guys are always throwing up the, the gang sign logo. Uh, you guys have fun with it. You guys have fun at work. Um, 
you know, I, I look, I see, you know, obviously I, I see it on Instagram. And then obviously when we go down for courses and stuff, I, I see it. Um, and I'm like, oh, like we need to do a better job. Like, I feel like you, you push me in a good way. Um, sometimes I'm, uh, you know, too serious or too focused on all the things I'm doing with the, the CE company. Obviously, you assist me with that, and the offices and everything. Um, but you, you, you do it right, man. You, uh, you maintain that fun uh, spirit and people gravitate towards it. And then the patients and customers feed off of it. And you, you really developed a nice culture uh, in your, uh, your four years of practice, which congratulations. Also, I don't know if we've mentioned this. Jeremy just passed this four-year anniversary mark. So big ups to Trifecta, Jeremy, uh, Mrs. Boyd, and uh, and the team over there. But yeah, Jerry, I, I think you've done a great job. And uh, I guess maybe, you know, talk about what's um, what's maybe inspired you or made you have this belief to, uh, to you know, create the culture you have. And then, um, you know, I'll share my, uh, my snippets as well. Yeah, um, I, I also think the same of you and seeing your culture and your team and everything like that. And they seem to be all having a great time and extraordinarily passionate individuals. And they seem like they all get together for courses, share a house, have a blast. You know, those things are important. Um, I just think I have a bunch of degenerates, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's right. I mean, in a good way, obviously. Yeah. Um, well, they follow the leaders, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah. apparently I mean, I've hired... Uh, I guess uh, at least me and Justin like to put it down. Cam obviously doesn't. We've talked about that. And uh, Taro, we'll see. I, I think there's a side to Taro. She's going to listen in and be like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, yeah, she did go to Penn State. So, uh, you know, mm. there's a side to her that we're, uh, we're waiting to see come out. So this is on national podcasting Tara. We want to see Penn State Tara come out. But I guess it all began um, – it kind of start all with the, to be honest with my clinical affils. Um, I am a been labeled an introvert by some of my professors back in school, especially in the classroom, um, which was mostly I don't, I don't based. Huh? I don't see it. Oh yeah, I kind of you're, see it. I definitely. You're do. more. You're more extroverted than I am. I think. A time. Oh, it took some. Yeah, it took some time to get that, but especially in like the teaching realm, or I mean the learn, well, teaching and learning and that sort of stuff, but. Um, I always like to absorb, 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 absorb. Like, what am I going to, you know, put my two cents in when I'm, you know, just learning all this sort of stuff. So especially in the classroom and everything like that, just always, you know, kind of just be quiet, raise my hand if I needed to, such and so forth. So a lot of people didn't really hear me. Um, unless I was leading like a class, I was a class representative, I had to do a meeting or something of that nature. But other than that, um, you know, same went for when I was out of my affiliations was I'd go, you know, I see how it teach me things. I would kind of do it by the book, by what they said. And it led to me being extraordinarily rigid in a sense of, you know, I wasn't my normal self, like what I'd be outside and about with my friends and such and so forth, because I didn't, you know, it's their businesses or their reputation was on the line, but um, I would, you know, slightly kind of uncoil that rigidness and, and, ultra professionalism at each affiliation but it would never like hit its full peak to like my last week or two and every single one of them in all three all my three affiliates were like where was this side of you beforehand and they all like appreciated it um they're like yeah well, you know i wish you were like this the whole time i'm like ah, oh, you know i was learning such and so forth um 
And, you know, you think if by the third one, you learn, just start off with that. But even when I started my career, it wasn't until like Tom, who's been on the show, kind of said, you know, you know, be you, you know, be your person. Um, if it's, you know, quirky, having fun, doing weird things in the clinic, so, so be it. Um, and you'll know the balance kind of between, you know, professional doctor mode and, you know, have a good time uh, mode. And so the perks, one of the amazing perks of having your own business and being your own boss is you have no one to essentially look down on you if you're being a goofball. Because there were some times where I was in the clinic and many of the owners were like, what the heck is Jeremy doing? Uh, so there's no one to answer when you have your own place. And that was one of my big things. I wanted to do things my way. I wanted to play, you know, EDM and rap music and that sort of stuff in the clinic. I wanted to, you know, get involved and do some of the exercises. I wanted to yell at the top of my, you know, lungs while I'm thrusting a ball <laughs> at my uh, coworker. Uh, props to pursue and uh, Brandon for a great challenge on that. Um we got to respond with the, the peck challenge for the, for this week. So stay tuned for that. Um, so there, yeah, that was, that was, it, it was, I was just going to be me. And it was, especially when I was starting off, it was just me. So I was like, I'm just going to be myself. Um, and then people gravitate towards that. People weren't shied away. I mean, obviously when I was first meeting a patient and that sort of stuff, the evals, you know, I was professional, I'm Dr. Boyd. I've always done that. And then, you know, to, adds that comforting environment you know let's face it pt sucks for somebody you know they're in pain they're usually out of the things that they would love to do whether it's sports work um, any of that and now you're taking and making this medical environment we already know about like white coat syndrome and all that sort of stuff and it's you know doesn't become fun from doesn't become engaging from they're not going to want to stick to things so if i keep it comfortable relax what music you want to listen to uh, you know, crack jokes, you know, be motivating and they're pushing a sled and I'm yelling at them. That's going to help them keep going. It's going to help them, you know, you know, when they talk to their friends and they're like, Oh, where are you going for PT? They're like, Oh, I'm going to this place. And, you know, they start talking and they're like, well, that's a very different experience. Um, so, you know, that's kind of how it all came to be. And then luckily, you know, with my employees, they all, the, I can all see, the culture that we kind of establish in them, they added to it. You know, everybody, for the most part, we've had a taste tester of them before they became an employee. And I can see them just adding to the culture or they did, or they added their own spin to it. So that's, you know, you know, huge is, you know, having those people that will, you know, continue it. So again, I'm not in the clinic as much or I'm between two clinics, such and so forth, but I know the same type of energy and, and, and environment's going to be there. And, you know, it's all for the betterment of the patients and, you know, the staff. So they're engaged, but yeah, I guess that's, that's, that's it in a nutshell for, for me there. Um, you know, Brian, I know you share similar things and some. Yeah. Some um, similar things, similar uh, path. I remember having two internships where it was very stuffy, um had to wear a uh some pants a button down mm. a tie couldn't yeah. talk about how, how to be mindful about talking about sports oh couldn't talk politics because because sports is like politics like people have their their teams or their players and god forbid you you have a debate about it um a friendly debate right so i actually i remember that one i uh 
against my strong personality that I've been told I have um, kind of shined out and I would still talk about the stuff I wasn't supposed to talk about. Um, and luckily my CI really never called me out. I mean, I, I always saw him watching me and um, but I never felt comfortable. I was like, I, I have to mind everything I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I came out and it's like, well, we have a doctor, doctor. It, we have to be a doctor. So you have to present yourself and carry yourself a certain way. And I remember still wearing like, yeah, I didn't wear a button down, but I would still wear like a, a college shirt and dress pants. And sometimes I'd wear a button down. I never wear a I tie. Wear a button down. Um, I used to wear a button down, not a tie. I apologize. And, you know, dress shoes. And um, but like I like to goof around. Um, I like to uh, work hard, play hard. Like I wanted to play music. I remember I ended up always taking at my other job control of the radio. I was like, I don't want to listen to I don't know, fucking John Denver or something. Classic I don't know. Just light like, rock. Yeah, just everything. like, you know, soft ass shit. Um, I was like, I want to EDM. I want to, I want some rap. I want whatever, you know. Um, I remember at the old job, I'd make uh, salsa Saturdays. I'd, I'd be the only oh. clinician on Saturdays, Meringue Mondays. We'd have boy band Fridays, like, oh. uh, I don't know, like 80s, 80s Tuesdays. Like, we try and just have, oh, and that was my okay. job. I actually don't do that anymore. Uh, maybe I should. Now we just kind of play a bunch of, whatever we're in the mood for. Yeah. Um, you know, but like you said, when you have your own clinic and it's just you in the beginning and you're working 10, 12, 14, 16 hour day, like you want to have fun. Mm-hmm. So, um, or you want to have a relaxed environment. I'm, I, I have a couch in my office. I have a TV in my office, like sports are playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I now have a golf simulator. Like I was like, if I have to be here for 16 hours a day, I want to enjoy it. Yep. Um, so a lot of that I built for me and then, yeah, patients saw it and they liked the vibe or they like the energy, they like the building, they like the light. Like, so then, you know, you start kind of paying attention to it more and, oh, well, how do I add on to this? Um, you know, and then, you know, it becomes like a service thing, like you said, um, and we are providing a service, mm-hmm. but, um, and then you start taking interns and, and, you know, your staff starts growing over the years. And I guess my real only thing is you have to operate at a clinical level at a high level that I think that's my, my only thing I don't really break on. Yep. Um, so there I'm, I'm a, a hard ass there. I'm a, you know, I expect and demand a lot um, because not only if I can do it and I'm not in any way, the smartest person in the room um, things take work for me. Um, but if I was able to put time in, there's no reason why you should be able to put time in, especially when you have a resource in front of you who's done it and can expedite your curve. So other than that, I try and have the mindset or philosophy, and I've had to grow over the years. Of I try and treat all my employees uh, the same by treating them differently. Mm. Uh, they all have their own personalities. Um, so I, I want to be able to foster that and grow that and not uh, limit that. Uh, so letting them, you know, for the most part, obviously everything's with, within some sort of reason, but for the most part, kind of be you. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the next part, as we're growing and we take, you know, interns and residents come through and fellows come through. Um, now that you have a couple people and there's a, a culturing that's naturally um, kind of forming, it's, you know, oh, we like this person. Oh, they get it. Oh, they fit with us. So yeah. now we're hiring people. I, I, I could teach you the how to manip somebody or whatever. I want somebody I can go have a beer with. 
<laughs> or in my case, you know, a stiff drink, a vodka Red Bull, someone I can go <laughs> go ham with. Um, you know, you you work, you know, long days at the clinic. It, it can be stressful. You want to have fun. You want to yeah. be people or be around people that that are like minded. Um, yeah. You know, here we're, we're sarcastic and cynical. We have the work hard, play hard mindset, um, you know, but, you know, we get up early in the morning and, and so I was talking about culture. We're having establishing a culture that's happened over the past, you know, um, well, we started about a year ago, but it's really taken hold the past like four months, six, five months. We get up early. We get here at 5.30, 5.45. We work out for about an hour or so, and then we start our day. It doesn't suck, especially in the cold and winter, getting up early. It's dark. It's freezing. Um, but, you know, we're, we're getting team bonding in. We, we get to talk about, you know, a case or an article or just shoot the shit. Um, it's just a bonding time. So now, now things are starting to snowball on, you know, now people from the outside are, are seeing, you know, how close we are and, and, you know, the, the culture that we have, um, you know, the friendliness, the genuine, you know, friends that we have in the clinic. Um, and now I, I think that's just awesome. Um, you know, you, you have books like culture code, which I read, um, you know, that adds some value. Um, I, I'm a big Simon Sinek guy, leaders eat last and, and start with why. So, you know, trying to hire people with similar whys, um, you know, and, you know, obviously we teach and we promote growth, not only clinically, but personally. So um, trying to develop and, and develop leaders as well. Um, not just directors. I think there's too much. Oh, I want to be a manager. I want to be a director. What, what does that mean? If you're a manager director, you have to lead. So you need to be a leader. I don't care that you've been, um, you know, here two, three, four, five years, that doesn't make, you know, just because you've had the time in doesn't mean um, necessarily you get, you know, elevated to the front. What other things have you done? Have you tried to grow the culture? Do you put other people first? Do you do the little things to make this place uh, run better? So it's not all on, you know, myself and I'm sure you the same way uh, at your business. So, um, you know, I think it's that. And I, I think, um I think in growing our culture is something that you and I do that a lot of other clinics don't do. Um, we take interns and we put a lot of time and effort into them. And, you know, you grow relationships over 12, 16 weeks. And if there's a fit, it's, hey, come and come and work with us. And, you know, guess what? That learning curve now, that initial three to six months that you typically have to train somebody and they have to get their feet wet is done because they've been in your environment already and people know them. So now you don't have to spend the first like six weeks or six months feeling each other out, seeing if it's going to work and then losing a person because you've, you've already vetted them and, and you know kind of what works and stuff. So I, I think there's... Um, there's an added bonus silver lining that I didn't realize initially when I was taking interns, but now that I do, it, it kind of becomes a, for lack of a better term, I don't mean this in a negative way. It comes like a farm system. Um, you get to, you get to groom people, you get to grow them and cultivate them. And then if, you know, if things work out, you get to hire them and now that culture organic and you don't have to force things. Sorry, I had a, had to mute it because of goose. Um, but uh, no, that's that's a little bit. Huh? All right, goose, keep it down. I said goose, goose was chilling a little bit. Um, 
yeah, not an hour. He's been relieved of his duties. Um, thank you. Um, so uh, I think it, it you know, form <laughs> systems got a kind of a, a bad connotation, but it is, it's a awesome form system. If you're like telling, oh, you know, you're about to get drafted and be putting the Yankees form system. Yeah. Most people will be pretty excited about that. Um, and you know, you're, if you're be you're in an environment where you're, you know, where you're around great clinicians and great people, you're going to grow. Uh, you can take anybody, you can make them grow. Ideally, um, you know, it's it's someone who's motivated, intrinsically self-motivated to grow even faster and more so. And you don't have to, you know, push them and give them assignments and that sort of stuff. Um, that's what we look for. We do, I know Brandon and I, we both do some serious vetting of our students, um, assignment, like, tests and interviews and whatnot it's it's the idea though again it's always long-term picture I, I want someone that if i'm gonna invest the time to train you then I, I hope to maybe you know hire you if if we continue to grow and such and so forth yeah um you know it's it's you know for students out there you think it's like oh yeah you know i'm doing their training their people doing their notes i mean when we're by ourselves, we're automatic. I mean, it's been a while since I've been by myself. I had a day where my student was away um, and I banged out all my notes, had a great clinical day. Um, I've been doing that, like starting up the other office. I've had like some of my best evals and stuff like that. But, you know, I want to pass off as much as I can to the next generation. Um, so, you know, that's what we look for, but we want people who are motivated and we want to set them up in that right environment. Um, and again, to help the, help the culture and that sort of stuff. Um, and it's fun for me too. It's just like, yeah, the culture may be that breeding ground, but then watch you grow into your own little thing. Like Tara at my clinic, you know, she does some stuff every time. I think there's probably once per day. I'm like, what you're doing over there. Like I'll just awkwardly like walk over and watch what they're doing. Mm. Um, and it's something creative, something different, whether it's a mobilization or exercise um, it's something. And it's like, cool. It's like, would that have happened in a different place? Maybe probably not. Um, mm. I know it's in different situations. And even I caught myself doing the same things verbatim over and over and over and over. Uh, wow. So it's cool. Um, you know, I think that's something that should be, uh, look for in most places as uh, you know are people doing the same thing is it free-flowing is you know people being themselves because um, you know you're just you never you never I don't think you really hit your clinical excellence unless you truly are yourself and that's just me personally I think people feed off of it um, and if you're so robotic I, I know some great advice that Brandon has given especially in regards to evaluations um there's a lot of people students myself at one point was you know you do your evaluations and it's like ask this question ask this question ask this question ask this question and you're so like program and robotic about the questions that you need to ask that you're not keeping a free-flowing conversation it takes away the therapeutic alliance and the thought that the patient thinks that you actually care about them and then you're actually probably missing out on some good conversation that would happen if you kept it more casual um, amongst, you know, a peer versus, you know, this is a patient and he ask, ask X, Y, Z, I meant ask your X, Y, Z, but let the, let the conversation just kind of develop that way versus I got to do this. 
I've had some students where it's like the patients were leading them onto something. They almost essentially stopped the conversation to get to one of the questions they needed to ask. So, yeah. you know, the, again, in that case, you know, clinical excellence couldn't be achieved because they cut them off or, you know, it was too rigid. And the same thing for like a person working throughout the day, you know, you want to be yourself. Um, you know, I think it's something, and then something that's really good is being able to adapt to who you're working with and who you're working around. So there's times where, you know, I'm working with a little kid, I got to be playful, goofy and all that sort of stuff and engaging. Uh, I can work with the, you know, 30, 40 year old contract workers that got a sailor for a sailor style mouth and dropping F-bombs. I got to drop some F-bombs with them and they can relax a little bit more. And then my next patient right next to them is, you know, you know, mother of three or four and I got to be classy and that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, all these sort of things really kind of help develop a really awesome environment. Um, and I think that fosters growth. You think about that as like, you know, players on, you know, good teams led by good coaches versus ones that are like toxic in nature that are, um, you know, not allowing people to grow and, you know, being them down and using, you know, runs for punishments all the time. Some people thrive in those environments. Uh, most don't though. So wow. I, I want to make sure everybody in the culture and the environment you know, thrives. Well, also of that, you know, relating to sports and I was having um, this conversation, you know, it's the end of the year, you do like reviews and recaps with the employees and um, kind of like, I mean, we have it here naturally already because of the, the uh, model, whatever. The, the know, what? The model. Oh, the model. I've, I've okay. Developed, uh, you know, where like, it should be self-regulating like, you know, and we're getting to a point where, um, you know, other people are, are, are regulating each other, you know, like, you know, an intern, an, a senior intern is onboarding a newer intern. A yes. senior intern is saying, Hey, you need to do X, Y, and Z, you know, and grooming that. So, you know, they're paying it forward. It's just a constant paying forward. I taught so-and-so, so-and-so teaches someone else, that person teaches someone else. Um, and it's, um, you know, like uh, the, the team captain, right? The captain of a team is, is supposed to um, be an extension of the coach and, and kind of keep things in order. And, you know, if, if a player is slacking that, that coach or the uh, captain supposed to say, Hey, you know, get your shit together uh, before coach makes us go run. Right. Mm -hmm. um, before coach comes down, you don't want coach to come. So not to say it's, um, you know, a dictator or authoritarianship, but, um, you know, I find that my, the staff as we grow is they're all trying to help each other out. Hey, things are supposed to be done this way or do it this way, or why are you doing it that way? So there's some, you know, self-regulated checks and balances, which I, I only think can happen in a strong culture or a strong team. Um, and, you know, the tricky part is as you grow, can how much of that you can keep um you know and i think it stays staying to your roots um staying kind of grounded in what you believe in and not trying to to deviate you know mm -hmm. bend not break maybe mm -hmm. um i think another thing you and i do well and I, I don't know if we picked it up if this was just us naturally um i would say we, we picked it up with residency maybe a little bit um is outings mm -hmm. 
you know, like not, I'm not saying like team building exercises and outings are like always no going to work because they're not right. They're no trust falls, right. They're not always going to work, but like generally, you know, going out and, and spending a little bit of time to get them to know inviting people. Like when we have a birthday party, everybody's invited. Mm. Um, you know, there's an a, a inclusivity aspect, yeah. like, and I know when, when we, we go out for our courses, um, you know, Saturday, it's like, Hey guys, uh, bars right down the road or, or brewery. We're going to go have some drinks, get some food. Whoever's welcome to come can come. We'll talk, whatever, you know, some people say, you know, come along and love it. And some people, you know, run home and do the thing and that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's where the, the, that bond and relationship is built. And while we did it in, um, in residency, you know, I was the one sending up the class, the emails, Hey class, let's go together. And what you and Cheryl were the ones that came. So we mm-hmm. developed our bond. But I think the cool thing was we were like, Hey, Bill, Scott, come out. I did not, I didn't think they were going to come out at first, but they came out and okay. you know, they didn't stay out all, all night, but they had a drink or two. Yeah. We got to talk to them. We got to see them in a setting outside. And I think it was like, for me, that was like, wow, like, my teachers are I'm drinking with my teachers. I'm drinking yeah. with people I'm looking up to that never happened K through eight. That didn't mm-hmm. happen, you know, K through or, or through 12. That didn't happen in college. Right. That didn't even happen in my PT school. Like you weren't going out to drink with your faculty. Like that was a, a line. Um, and I think that line or that stigma was kind of broken. And it's like, Oh, it yeah. can be done. You know, we can, you can still joke around with your employees. You can still, you know, uh, have fun with them and let loose around them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when work comes to play, you know, that role shifts again. It doesn't yeah. always have to be, I'm your, I'm your superior. You know, yeah. I've had, uh, I've had some employees get probably a little too drunk around me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is what it is. You know, that's what you, you know, you sign up for when you go out, you know, do, do they get heckled and stuff? Sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's the fun of it. You know, you're, you're be yourself, yep. um, you know, and oh, let's and face it, we've all had too much at some point or another yeah. in our life. I mean, how my own friends given, I took a took yeah, a small yeah. nap, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing too big, but you know, um, it shows yeah. that you're human. Yeah, we, um, out. yeah, it shows, um, you know, you're we, have a, we had a joke about it, but it's yeah. all good. Uh, and uh, yeah, you know, in my own house, you know, I got a little excited and that sort of stuff. I and mean, I've been tired a little bit, you know, just, just a small little nap, but. It's, again, I think it shows, you know, that, you know, we're peers, we're humans, you know, we want, you know, we're in your shoes eight years ago or five years ago or six years ago. We want to make sure you're having a good time and you don't have to be, oh, you know, this is my boss and that sort of stuff. And, um, you know, I got to do X, Y, Z, be, you know, professional, you know, we want, you know, the good work-life balance, you know, is work-life balance. There's a lot of debate about that. Is it, you know, hours worked or anything like that. No, I think it's more, you know, I don't even think you really need to have like per hour sort of thing. If you love what you do and you're able to be you, you know, you can work as many, as much as you want, you know, but you know, you should always do stuff for your personal life as well. Um, and that includes like going out and it's like going out, like building off what Brandon said, it's not like a chore. Like my mom used to say like with her work and then for other PTs, like I have to do this workouting thing. It's like, it's like a chore, um, you know, that sort of stuff uh, versus like you're legitimately excited. And, you know, that's something I hear in my office a lot is like, 
the the trying to set up the next one or like the people talking about the one that's coming up on Friday or something like that. The whether it's rock climbing breweries, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, so that's always, always nice to, to hear and see. And, uh, you know, just that inclusiveness, everybody's getting invited um, versus, you know, there's been times and situations where, you know, we didn't want the, the, the bosses to go out. So like the young people would go out and, you know, regardless of age, you know, as long as it's a good fun environment, um, everyone should be included and everybody should want everyone included. So, yeah, I think those are some, some good points there, Brandon. And then, uh, yeah, uh, let me, um, I'm just going to go to my phone here and look at some books and not to say, I think a lot of said what we said went beyond books. Um, but you know, if you're, if you're a new clinician, I think some of Simon Sinek's work is phenomenal. Start with why and, and leaders oh, you last. Um, go to uh, go on YouTube. Just type in his name. He has a bunch of stuff, you know, speeches and, and talks that he does. That's on there. I think those are those are great. Um, yeah. just trying to look at my library. What I've, I've read. I, I talked about the Culture Code um, was a good one as well. Mm. Um, let's see what else here I have. In terms of like office stuff, uh, but was I think those those are probably the big three. Oh, building. I think you 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 mentioned it before in a in an indirect way, and there's like that building your story brand. Yeah, part your of that story. goes part of that goes to marketing. Yeah, right? but outside from marketing, like when people come in, you're still marketing. You know, they're going to go and, and like you said, tell stories and talk. So you want that, like that culture mm -hmm. within, you know, the four walls, that dynamic experience, you know, um, as well. So, you know, you're, you're building your story kind of within like your, your clinic takes on the identity of you basically. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think probably, you know, taking that concept and, and moving it forward. I have some other ones I haven't read yet, like uh, Onward, which is like ha uh, on Starbucks. I think that's supposed to be a good one, building building systems and culture and stuff. But yeah, Extreme uh, Ownership by yeah. Jocko Wilnick. That's a good one. But yeah, build off, building off of what you said about building a story brand, like especially for the solopreneurs or the first people starting off, you your identity is your business um and you know people recognize that and then like so we have people going you know beyond the norms of just oh i'm here whatever we have people throwing up our logos people wearing our shirts out and shouting us out people having success stories they're shouting us out and it's not a lot sometimes we you know we see it we post it up but a lot of it's this the patients are doing it or the people are doing it um yeah you know, i have client uh, patients and i'm you know, I have staff members wearing their stuff to big events so they can just take a picture and throw up the logo and that sort of stuff um yeah. it's because they want i assume they want to i don't think i have anything in the systems like yeah i'll pay you extra every time you do that i do have something if you sought me at a bar and you're a client and you, i see you throw up the bar the, the trifecta then I will buy you drinks. That is a established rule amongst the college kids. 
I shouldn't just exclude, you know, just include just the college kids. It should be everybody, but it's usually in conversation. Uh, college kids them. need need help buying drinks. Huh? They they really. I said college kids need help buying drinks. Exactly. I said and they really don't because we we find money for alcohol as college kids somehow. Yeah, we well we will not eat or, oh, yeah. or fifteen dollar copay. There's yeah. gonna be some challenge, but you know, yeah, we'll figure it out. We find it. Ten dollar trash can at the local bar, no problem. <laughs> So, but um, yeah, I think that's the that's the the real beauty of it. And then you can get it gets you more excited to do more, to yeah, increase that sort of stuff. Well, yeah, it's a nice positive feedback loop there. Cool. I think uh, hopefully that was you know beneficial for for some people, um, you know who maybe are, are struggling to do it or afraid to do it. Um, maybe with, if you work for somebody else, you know, and, and your job is to kind of help establish that, that culture, um, you know, part of it takes time, yep. but, um, you know, it, it, you gotta, you gotta water where, where you're at, you know, so yeah, you gotta put like some time that. into it and go from there. Yeah. You know, a lot, I think a lot of companies like, yeah, maybe one or two people hang out, becomes clicky and stuff. Um, which I guess, I, I guess as you get bigger, it may be harder because, you know, people are just going to naturally gravitate but uh, maybe that's the benefit and luxury of kind of being small or being in a in a growth period uh, i think another thing uh, last year last thing and I, I we just had a grand opening um like including if you're the owner if you're you know director including your staff um you know sharing the recognition you know there, there's a saying like you know, if something goes wrong, you take the blame. If something goes right, you give out the the um, you know, the kudos to the staff. Yeah. But beyond that, like I remember, we were we were talking about um, you know doing the ribbon cutting, and my staff was a couple of my staff members were like, "Oh yeah, well we'll get somebody to hold it for you, and, and you'll cut it." I was like, "What are you talking?" I was like, "No, like everyone's going to be up there with me. Like mm-hmm. everyone did this. Um, like I want to share this moment with, with everybody." Um, and we, like, I didn't even think twice about it. Like I wanted to share that moment with my staff, uh, and even the interns that were there, it wasn't like, and I had interns that were present and, and p- past interns that, um, came through and it was like, no, get in the picture, man. Like you, you're a part of this clinic, mm-hmm. um, yeah. kind of deal. Like, if, you know, if you've been here, you know, you're, you're now a part of the family. Yep. It's, um, it's on it's you if you want to continue the the relationship once you leave here but if you've been here um you're part of the family and you've been like, accepted and we'll you know we want to include you yeah. um if you decide not to stay in touch afterwards that's on you but um you know that's true i, uh, we, I can't you know, agree more you, you know unfortunately you, you couldn't make it obviously a two-hour drive for a two-hour events not not uh the business but um you know i'm sure you saw some pictures i mean we had you know old students, new students, um, yeah, you know, awesome. resident fellows that were there that were like, you know, I just want to include everybody on, on uh, a moment uh, of that magnitude. You yeah. know, it's no, uh, who wants to be up there alone? You yeah. Know? Great. You're doing all that stuff. You know, that's not, that's not cool. That's not fun. Yeah. So. It takes a village um, to, 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 you know, start a business, grow a business and all that sort of stuff. And that's exactly what we did with our one mm-hmm. ribbon cutting was, you know, there's only a couple of us at the time, but it was just, just like, you can, but yeah. yes, you can. And Alyssa, it was, that, Alyssa, that's all yeah. it was. And originally it was just like, they stood, I was just like, 
no, no, this is it. This is it. Um, yeah. Every year I write uh, Quad. Uh, a little, you know, thing of, you know, saying thanks to everybody on my, on the anniversary and that sort of stuff. And I'm happy to say it gets longer and longer. Yeah. Um, That's a good thing. Yeah. Tougher and tougher to write. Cause I usually like start it super early because I'm like, shit, it's the anniversary. It's time to type, but um, I'm more than happy to, you know, to do it because again, it's, it's not just me anymore. And, you know, you grow that culture and that team, it's, you know, they're, they're the ones that are going to ultimately be responsible for the growth. You know, I can go away and I can go teach more. I can do all these sort of things and it's still, it's still growing because of them. So it, it's you know. funny. Cause, uh, you know, we, I, I talked in the beginning, I love to show off with, you know, commending you and, and my idolization to, uh, to how you run that. And we talked about, you know, your four year anniversary and it was funny, uh, Monday, which you wrote that post at like not, or you posted the post at like nine thirty eight on Sunday. I was asleep after the course. I was tired. I, was like, <laughs> I, I had to get it out. I was like, how's it do still up one, two Saturday morning, we go to lift and Marty and I are there in the morning and we're like, Oh, you know, did you see Jeremy's post, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, I know. I was like, I'm awful with that. This dude writes fucking novels saying, thank you. And, and you know, Marty makes fun of me, you know, my, my social awkwardness. And she's like, yeah, you just write. Thank you. I was like, yeah, no, I'm just like short and like, sweet, baby. Bad at, bad at like communicating and showing emotions or whatever. Um, you know, she's like, you know, she laughs. She's like, I'm, you know, she's the same way. And I'm like, you know, Jeremy over here writing novels, just thinking every single person he, he can he can think of, you know, which is, you know, why I, I idolize what you do. You're, you're so present. And I'm just like, you know, thank you. But, you know, don't take the that time out. So I, I think that's where you have that nice human element and touch there uh which uh, clearly people see and resonate with because what you've been able to do in uh the short amount of time uh is really a testament and proves what you're doing is right yeah. led by good mentors great mentors so um you know that was just something that started and now i can't stop just, uh, i remember i won't run posts like that and yeah. I was like, oh god this took so, so i did i did like and i, was I like, remember i mean this week it was just like we just literally gym and they started the second office last week and i was like all right and then we had the, the weekend course and i was just like i have to get this out you know this is something i've been doing it's something i like that as i write it it makes me happy to do it right beforehand i hate my guts i'm like <laughs> man this takes fucking forever and you've got plenty of other things to do. You got another office, but as I'm writing, it's just like this to to see how it's growing, to, to like think about all your your people that have helped you and write something about them. It, it makes me happy. So, but it was like I was definitely a day or two days late. Um, I was like, yeah, right, yeah, so, yeah. I think little, Saturday was your your four your actual yeah, day four and then Sunday. Yeah. It's like all right uh, like it was rough like my wife hasn't seen me essentially all week and i'm like listen i i have to do this so literally just sat the couch and just start banging it out but um yeah you know it's uh you know it's uh, especially as your 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 business and team's growing you know you know if you don't give those thanks for all the little things they do you know you know people are gonna find other places to go um so, you know, I appreciate everything that they've done and appreciate all the things that, you know, my mentors have given me to lead me to this point. I feel like we're all products of our environments. Uh, 
you know, yeah. blend of, uh, you know, everybody. And there's, you know, another thing to top that off here, your product of the five closest people around you. So, um, top into, uh, two good, uh, growth quotes there, but, um, yeah. So, uh, I think, uh, everyone should, you know, should strive to be in an environment that allows them to be themselves, allows them to grow. And, you know, there's appreciation for that sort of stuff. So if you're not do it, if, you know, in your clinic, and if you get backlash for it, then find a new place <laughs> or yeah. start your own place. So good stuff. All right. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, chat there. Um, yeah, let's be some closing stuff at the end there, but, uh, yeah, thanks for listening in and, uh, cheers to all you guys having a great work culture. All right, guys. Cheers. Thanks for tuning into this episode of nips and sips. If you liked what you listened to, please follow and subscribe to us on all major social media and podcast platforms. Please rate us on Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed the show. Interested in one of our courses? Go to www.iosmt.com. Interested in business and private practice mentorship and advice? Visit us at therehabcoaches.com. As always, feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions or recommendations, whether that be clinical or SIPs. At Manips and SIPs at The Decent Doctor, and at Think Like a Fellow. Thanks for tuning in, and cheers, everyone.